In the last episode, we got to speak with David Calvert, a fellow podcaster, author, and a LinkedIn local host of the North Carolina area. But for now, let's take a listen to Steve Sullivan. In this episode, we get to talk to Steve Sullivan. He's into healthcare IT and he is a father of four kids. In today's topic, we're going to get into some really deep conversation. So Steve, let's start us off. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here today. Um, let's talk about something dear to my heart in terms of what does it mean to be a gentleman? You know, as I look around at society today, I see a lot of dysfunction going on. A lot of situations where boys are growing up in fatherless homes, and there's a lack of of male leadership to teach the next generation how to be true gentlemen in the way that they relate to women and the world around them. And having been a father of four, three boys and a daughter, you know, it, it was always important to me that my son learn these lessons. Janae, what do we want to focus on? Well, that that is a very awesome topic and something that I uh, think about many times as well, as I'm a father of three kids as well. I have two kids and one daughter. And I always tell my son, you know, you want to be respectful of others. You want to be, you know, focus on your actions and do not say, oh, my, my brother's doing this, so I'm doing this as well. You know, tell him, hey, you're the older brother. You need to take responsibility. And the reason why I'm hard at him, you know, I'm hard and I am uh, more strict with him is because I want him to build those characteristics of a good person. So what are your thoughts on it? I mean, you've raised three kids and one daughter. Well, I, I totally agree with you that you know, when it comes to boys and teaching them how to be men, there is an element of being tough on them. Uh, certainly, I was not that way with my daughter. Um, but with the sons, you want them to be successful. And to be successful, they need to know how to relate to others in the world. And, you know, some of the things that I tried to teach my sons that I think are at the core of being a gentleman is, you know, first and foremost, to be aware of your surroundings. You know, don't just walk down the street focused on yourself. Look around and see what's happening. Maybe there's a person that needs help getting across the street. Maybe there is some, but a woman who needs you to open a door so she can take her groceries inside. So to be a gentleman, you have to be aware of your surroundings and what you might be able to do to make things better. Oh, that is absolutely right. That's absolutely true. And, and secondly, uh, you know, I emphasize to my son's gratitude. You need to know how to express gratitude towards others. Uh, and if you're in a dating or a, relationship with a, a lady to understand how to express gratitude to them. You know, it, you know, a lot of men don't really know how to 
to say thank you. They are hesitant to do it or they are not on target with it. In other words, you know, saying something to your wife like, thank you for doing my laundry. Yeah, that's expressing gratitude, but it's not really on target because the gratitude is focused on what you got out of this relationship and not on her as a person and building her up as a person. Uh, so, you know, a, a better way to thank that significant other is to say something like, hey, I really appreciate how you smile and cheer me up when I'm down. Um, you beam with so much life that I'm so glad that you're in my life. That will convey gratitude as well as convey the importance to that person that they are valuable. And so good gratitude has that end result of communicating value in the other person. Uh, another, another thing that I emphasized with my sons and, and was an example of is being generous. You know, you, we have a lot of stuff if we're successful in this world and we need to feel free to share yeah. that with others and help others when we can. Um, you know, I, I can look back to college when I had a car and one of my schoolmates was dating a woman in a college several miles away and he wanted to go visit her. And so I generously said, Hey, you can take my car. And, mm -hmm. you know, it was like six hours away, go over there and spend some time with her. And he was really appreciative of that. And, and the reality of that is they ended up getting married and they've been married for you know, over 30 years and had a great life together. Wow. So you, you don't know where your generosity is going to lead, but a small thing like loaning something to somebody, even if you don't get it back, can make a difference. Yeah. So be generous. Do not hoard and try and keep things to yourself. So I think true gentlemen know how to do that, to be generous. Yeah, and, and we, we see examples of generosity everywhere especially if you look into the world, like a tree gives you fruits, it gives you shade, gives you lumber, right? So we see generosity in the world, in the nature. So being humans and mimicking that is, you know, it should come natural. But unfortunately, we're so we're living in a materialistic world where um, we've been taught by marketing that, you know, you got to have the latest thing. Um, listening to This Is Marketing by Seth Godin recently, and he talks about how there's there's the type of people that just want the new thing. They want the newest thing that they can get. And we are we, we're consumers in, in such a way that we're just want those things for ourselves. And it's it's basically taking away the value of helping others from our life. Yeah, because you're right. The message conveyed is one of, you know, look out for yourself, get what you can get, make the most of that, because everybody else is trying to do the same thing. And that's not necessarily true. There are people who understand the difference between doing only things only things for themselves or the benefit in 
personal satisfaction and gain that they can have by helping others. And, you know, again, back to being a true, true gentleman, you need to have a focus on helping others. Absolutely. So how would somebody take an action into, you know, starting to be that person? You, you certainly start with small steps. I mean, and again, back to what I said of awareness, there are things happening around you all the time that you can take small steps towards in the office. You know, maybe you go to the printer and you see, oh, your cube mate has printed up something there. You pick it up and you take it back to them. You've got to try and be sensitive to the needs of others and be able to read others and take the time to listen. And then there may be small things that you can do that will make a big difference to that person. And as you do those things, you'll only build within yourself a greater knowledge of how to help people and maybe how to then take some of those things like, yeah, I really love helping the homeless to the next yeah. level of how can I have a business that's directed towards helping the homeless? Absolutely. Now, those are some really, really good points. And uh, the more, see, another thing that I hear a lot is empathy and having that empathy into paying attention to your surrounding is a great value that also will help you be a better, a better person, better gentleman, better human being. Yeah, definitely. And, and ultimately, you know, it comes to respect, you know, learning how to respect others, you know, and this lesson of being a gentleman isn't just for guys. You know, I have talked with my daughter and I've told her, you know, when a guy asked to take you out if he shows up in his car knocks on the door and you come to the door and you step outside and immediately if he goes to his side of the car and leaves you standing there expecting that you're going to go to the passenger side don't move just stand there and wait and see if he gets a subtle clue that he's missing out on something which is mm -hmm. hey this is my date i need to respect her so I should go get the car door for her and show her that she's important. And if, if the guy doesn't wise up within a little, you know, within a minute or two, I've told my daughter, just turn around, go back inside, shut the door, and don't ever have anything else to do with that guy again. Wow. And, you know, women have that power to help mold guys to learn to be more respectful. Yeah. You know, if they just accept the... The bad behavior of guys, mm -hmm. it's only going to promote more bad behavior by guys. But if, if you, as a female, demand that you are treated with respect, you know, guys will get the message. Uh, it might be harder for some than others, especially those like, you know, I mentioned maybe don't have a father to teach him some of these. Uh, but, you know, if, if there's any young men listening today who didn't have a father figure, feel free to reach out to me or Janae. As fathers, we want to help other men too to learn these lessons. Absolutely. What else, what else um, do we have? Another, another thing that I try and, you know, emphasize to guys in terms of being a gentleman, a gentleman knows how to forgive and has a forgiving spirit. 
you know, in this world, we're all going to make mistakes. We're going to hurt one another, each other. But if, if we hold those grudges, we just create greater friction and hostility. Yeah. Where a gentleman understands that, you know, to be human is to err and to extend an element of forgiveness to another party so that you can put that event behind and move forward. You know, you probably heard this uh, said in terms of marriages, you know, never go to bed angry. Mm -hmm. You know, your, your best off, yeah, I have. even when you're angry, to sit down and talk it out and come to a resolution, then yeah. part ways, not forgiving and angry it just builds it's, it's so true um i'm i'm actually have done that yes. before right going to bed angry and it's it's not a good feeling at all i mean i've you know we've we've had on uh, you know issues and you know we just we both go to bed angry and the next day you know we try to just shut shut it down and sometimes it's like who's gonna make the first move of saying okay i'm sorry you know that should have shouldn't have done happen, and you know who's going to be the the bigger person. That's where today the gentleman steps forward courageously. Yeah, to be that person to ask for the apology for, and then to extend. Yeah, forgiveness. Yeah, but it's not easy. I I agree with you. It's always a challenge. It's not easy, and. And to, you know, to face that, you know, to accept, okay, no, yeah, I was wrong. It's, it's hard. And, and I do notice that, you know, some of the kids growing up have trouble, you know, apologizing, you know, no, I'm not going to apologize. You have that bravado, you have that, you know, the arrogance, but, but I've seen other people that, you know, yes, they're, they're able to admit their, you know, an apology, apologize and admit their mistake so yeah yeah i i concur with you I, I think one of the damaging things in society today is this i'm a victim mentality so if you go about life adopting mm -hmm. an idea that i'm a victim that somebody else has wronged me you're basically continuing to hold in anger or frustration that may or may not be legitimately directed and the best thing is to learn how to forgive so you can yeah. find healing and move on to a better state. Absolutely. You know, one thing um, Errol Erdeman mentioned, he's, uh, he runs the, the Facebook group LinkedIn Mastery. And he says that, you know, for 2019, his, his um, method of taking life is taking extreme ownership and he's giving examples like for example if i get in an accident where somebody hits me from behind or whatever it is he he's saying you know he needs to it's it's not his fault that he got rear-ended but he said you know in the in the method or in the methodology of taking extreme ownership his response would have been you know i should have left five minutes earlier to avoid this accident. So being in that mentality of taking extreme ownership and extreme responsibility, you know, it makes sense to 
taking responsibility and, you know, taking the first step to apologize and, and, uh, admitting the mistake and being, being, uh, totally open and honest about things. I like to remember, uh, actually a passage in the Bible that talks about love covers over a multitude of sin. You know, we're living in a sinful world. All of us make mistakes mm -hmm. and we receive the impact of others yeah. sins in our lives yeah. that we didn't ask for, but mm -hmm. you know, yeah, maybe they got drunk and then drove when they shouldn't and they hit your car. Yep. Um, we live with that. And the best thing we can do then is to find a way to love and to, in a sense, forgive and cover over that event mm -hmm. with a positive outreach of sympathy and love that, that makes us better people that, you know, lifts up the poor guy who's maybe, you know, drinking because he's got marriage problems and maybe he'll start thinking about things he could do better. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, those are, those are some excellent, excellent points. And yeah, we, we, I mean, the Bible, you know, the word of God, it's, there's so many lessons there. It's, it's amazing. Yes. Tons of wisdom for sure. Well, one other thing that I would come back to on a gentleman, probably last point would be gentlemen are kind. And, you know, again, that mm -hmm. it's kind of a circular thought there between being aware of your surroundings. Yeah. And then taking actions within that ultimately results in you being kind to others uh, and showing them that they mean something, mm -hmm. uh, that you don't just neglect them and push them aside. Yeah. You know, kindness has a power to it to acknowledge people and to make them feel valued. Absolutely. You know, um, I'm going to talk about bees a little bit here and it that, you know, we think that the queen bee is the one that's running the entire colony, but it's the opposite. The queen bee is simply a servant leader because um, the queen bee brings the pheromones that keeps the colony together, but it also lays the eggs. But those eggs don't just grow on their own. They need help. And that's where the worker bees come in. Now, worker bee only lives for six weeks and a queen bee lives for over two years. So you're like, wait, how is that possible? You know, it's the it's the worker bees that are helping the queen bee run the entire hive. It's it's pretty amazing dynamic that they have set up. And it show it comes to show, you know, it's it's the generosity of the worker bees that create this environment where everybody is equal and everybody respects each other and that's something that something that we can learn from the bees to be the humans that we are yes you know again back to scripture no greater love hath a man than he laid down his life for another mm -hmm. so you know all our veterans out there that are working hard oh yeah sacrificing their lives that we might live in freedom are exemplifying that uh, action of yeah serving the community and the community benefiting from it and hopefully the community will remember to return that to them as they come home and embrace them in love absolutely absolutely 
Um, good friend of mine. I'm not sure if you're connected with him, John Meadows. He actually he's a headshot photographer, and for what Veterans Day, he offered to do free headshot, free photo shoot for the veterans, and uh, he held the event over at Valor Pub, which is also a veteran-run pub, and all the people working there are as well are veterans. So it was a really nice gesture that he did. It was really cool. Yes, sounds like it. Yeah. Well, if you were out here, you could have, you know, come getting a free headshot. I could use one, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, it was really good talking with you, uh, Steve. Those were some excellent, excellent lessons. And um, we would definitely love to, you know, hear more of your wisdom and knowledge in, you know, coming days with the 30 days of videos or, you know, however else that you can bring this excellent knowledge to the forefront because you know you know it god knows and and you know uh, we see a lot of these individuals can definitely use the information and the well thank you you know for having me on your program and and uh giving me an opportunity to share thoughts that you know i've had and and i hope that they help you know at least one person out there today and maybe more yeah yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks again. Well, uh, where can, uh, why don't you let my audience know where they can find you? You can find me on LinkedIn. I mean, I'm under Steve Sullivan dash IT. All right. Yeah, I'll drop the link to your uh, LinkedIn profile on the show notes so people can get to uh, your profile and get in touch with you uh, through the platform. Great. I appreciate that. Love connecting with people. Absolutely. Steve, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. We'll talk soon. In the next episode, we get to speak with Juliet Herman, a partnership creator, communication whisperer, the founder of the Three E's strategy, Embrace, Engage, Equals to Evolve, to enable businesses to achieve goals. So tune in again to listen to Juliet Herman.